0: Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged to find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Revelations chapter 2, verse 2. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of this place except thou repent. It's good Lord in prayer. Uh, Lord we just want to thank you for the opportunity to be here this morning and uh, Lord, I pray that you would just bless us this morning, that you would uh, uh, touch us, that your word would just speak to our spirit and it would, uh, Lord, draw us close to you. Lord, just touch me, help me to get out of the way this morning, not to uh, inject my thoughts or my feelings into this, Lord, but just just to, um, whatever you speak to me, Lord, that I would just let it uh, come out my mouth, Lord, unfiltered and unchanged, And Lord, I just pray and ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. So, if you take notes and you want to title your notes, because I title my notes, uh, the the title would be, When We Lose the Spirit. When We Lose the Spirit. You know, as as a, a body of believers it is critical that the Spirit of God operates in our life. It, it is imperative that the Spirit of God is working in actively, actively working in our lives and corporately in the work of our church. But there are things that we will notice begin to happen when we lose our spiritual sensitivity, when we lose the spiritual leading in our lives, when we lose the the communion with the Spirit of God that we have, there are things that will happen. Uh, Here we have in in Revelation uh, chapter 2, we have a, a church, and it is a church that... Sounds pretty impressive, doesn't it? Well, we, we read the, the list of what they do. Um, Jesus speaking says, I know your works, your labor, and your patience, and how you can't bear them which are evil. So they were working, they were laboring, they had patience, and they resisted evil. Those are all pretty good quality things to be, right? Right? And if, and if you're looking for things that you want a church to be, or you want a, a believer to be, those are things that I would say are pretty essential to being on the right track. You, we need to work. We need to labor. These are things that we're called to do. We have a calling in our lives. We need to have patience, persistence. We need to not give up. And we need to resist evil. Those are all great qualities. He goes on and he said that you've tried those who said they were apostles and and found out that they weren't. So you're doing the right things. It says that you've labored, you've had patience, um, and for my name's sake, you've labored and not fainted. And I I, I read this, and I hope you read it, and I'm thinking, wow, these guys are doing all the right things. But we get to verse 4, and here's what it says. Nevertheless... I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. See, when we lose the spirit, we lose our love. We'll let that process for a minute. Y'all looking at me like, wow, is it noon yet? Oh, gosh, he's still preaching? (laughs) When we lose the Spirit, we lose our love. See, they had and were doing all the right kinds of things. They were working, they were laboring, they, were, they, were, uh, they had patience, they, they, had, they, they were continuing to go even when things were hard, they, they, they kept going, they labored and they fainted not, and they resisted evil, but yet when Jesus is speaking to them, he still has a big problem, and the big problem is they had left their first love. Sometimes in church, we get so good at doing church things. Sometimes as Christians, we get good at doing Christian things, so much to the point that we get really bad at operating in the Spirit. Let that soak in for a second. We get so good at the routine of church that we get really bad at operating in the spirit the way God says we ought to do church. See, I I, I guess when I read this, I I really, in my heart, I believe that when, when... The church that we're reading about here, when they started out, they started out and they were doing so well. And one of the reasons they were doing so well is that everything that they were doing was motivated out of what the Scripture calls their first love. They've been saved. They've been redeemed by Christ. And everything they do at that point is motivated by, wow, look at this that has happened in my heart. This is amazing. The Spirit is speaking to me. It, it, it it's like when you, when you first start dating or you, you first gotten married, how, how things are, man, they're good, ain't they? you just in love. You know what I mean? You, you, you look in each other's eyes and you just stare at each other and there's just something in the air. You know? And, and you drive down the road and you just want to hold hands the whole time. Uh, you, you just want to, you know, you don't have to. You just reach over and you grab each other's hands and, 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 and you look over and you give a little smile, you know. Go to the movies and, and you're sitting there and a oh, little oh, big yawn and the arm comes around and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's that first love. It's refreshing, it's refreshing. It's new. And I want to tell you, real love matures from there. Real love matures from there and gets better. When we don't, when we don't lose our love. See, there are two routes that, that people in relationships go. In, in a... a um, In a marital relationship, in a dating relationship, it's going to go two directions. After that initial puppy loves over, that initial infatuation that you have with somebody and you want to spend time with them, after that initial going on is over, it's going to go one of two ways. They're going, the infatuation's over, the the, uh, the, the newness is wore off, and, oh, well, going to the movies. All right, well, what do you want to watch? well, it don't matter whatever you want to watch. Okay, well, you pick and I'll just, I'll sleep. You know, I'm not going to pay attention anyways, you know. And and there's no, I want to be together. But it also can go a whole different direction and, and it matures to where you rely on each other. And there's a connection there that's much deeper than it was in the beginning. But the problem is, is when we grow out of, of this first love and we grow in to the, the, the wrong way, when we're growing, instead of growing further and deeper and maturing in love, we kind of go the opposite direction and maybe we, we take our partner for granted. Our husband, our wife, we, we take him for granted. We don't care. Wow, this is getting to be a great relationship message, isn't it? that sometimes what it takes to get that relationship back on track is to go back to the first love. And then let the relationship grow out of first love. See, folks, it's hard, it's hard to jump from out of love to mature love. To get from out of love to mature love, you're going to have to go back through first love. And see, when we lose the spirit, we lose our love. When we lose our spirit, we, we lose that, that desire for the relationship that we have with God. We, we, we lose the longing and the want to be with him. We, we lose that when we lose the spirit. And sometimes for us to get back into ma- a mature love and, and get back to that place, we got to go back to first love. And I believe that there are some people here this morning who are, are listening to what I'm saying who need to get back to first love. You, you, you've kind of you, you've been going to church, you've been doing the right things, you've been going through the motions, but, but the infatuation's over, that, 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 that first desire's over, and instead of maturing and getting deeper in Christ, you kind of went the other way, and you've just gotten into routine. Well, it's time for you to take a step back into first love this morning. It's time for you to take a step back and rediscover the excitement of having that relationship with Christ and the Spirit speaking. There's excitement in having a relationship with Christ and knowing that He's near, knowing that He's leading your steps, feeling and hearing the Spirit inside your soul, knowing that He's speaking to you and directing you on the paths that you need to go on. When we lose the spirit, we lose our love. When we lose the spirit, we lose our fight. See, David, David had come to a place in his life where he had fought many battles. You know that? He'd fought many battles, but he he had lost that desire in his life and and it says in 2 Samuel chapter 11 verse 1 it tells us a little bit about David when he had gotten to this point in his life it says and it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when kings go forth to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him And all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still in Jerusalem. Did you catch that? At the time when kings went to battle. The time of the year when kings went to battle. That David sent Joab and his servants and all of Israel, and they went out and fought the battle, and they won, but David stayed in Jerusalem. David was not a man of the house. He was a man of war. He was a man that God had raised up in the fight. He was a man that God had raised up in the battle with a purpose to defeat the enemies of God when David was a young man it was a lion and a bear that he fought and that gave him the faith to go out one day and fight the giant named Goliath and gave him the the faith to stand up in the face of Saul and, and, and continue to fight on and it gave him the ability and the faith to fight the enemy in the Philistines but there was a day When a guy by the name of David had lost something in his life, he had lost the desire in his heart to fight. When we lose the spirit, we lose our fight. I'm not talking about losing the battle, not losing a fight. We lose our fight. To maybe get the point across a little better, you guys have heard the saying: "It's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog." Have you heard that? I got a couple nods. This is good. This is this is interaction. I like it. Amen. Every now and then, wouldn't hurt either. I'm just saying. But you get when I when I say we lose our fight. I'm not talking we're losing a battle. I'm saying that we lose our desire to battle. We lose our desire to fight. We lose our our want to, to go out and press on and pursue the enemy and do what God has called us to do. what What he has placed us to do in our life. What he has equipped us to do. And it was why, it was while David was tarrying in Jerusalem when he should have been at battle, out in battle, that David looked and he seen this lady taking a bath on the top of her house. And he desired to have her and he had her brought over, but the problem was she was married, right? And he lays with her and she, she gets pregnant and then, then to cover it up. He, he brings Uriah, this woman's husband, home, but Uriah refuses to go in and, and be with her. So David, he sends Uriah back to the battle, and he sends a letter. and says, listen, well, I want you to send Uriah out to the front and when the battle gets hot. I want you to pull everybody back away from Uriah. And Uriah went out into that battle, and he lost his life. David had sinned. In the commission of adultery, he had sinned in the murder of Uriah. And the prophet Nathan comes and tells him a story about a man who had all kinds of sheep, and a man who has one sheep. And he said that the man who had all kinds of sheep, he had a visitor come into town and was staying with him. And he went out and, and he sent his servants to go get the, the one sheep that this other man have had and slay it. And they, they would eat that for dinner. And, and, and Nathan, he says to David, he's like, well, what ought to happen to the man who did that? And David said, we ought to be dead. Nathan, Nathan looked at David and he pointed. I, just, I can just imagine, Just you're the man. You're the one. You had all this stuff. But you took the one thing that wasn't yours. You're that man, David. And God know no, no one know No one else knows. People don't know what happened, but God knows, David. God knows what you did. We read on in the 51st Psalm, verse 10. David's prayer that he prays. After he had, fin- he had gotten so far away from God, he had, he'd lost his fight. You think it's not important? You think it's not important when we lose the spirit, when, when, when we lose the spirit and we lose our? you think it's not important? Look at the path that he went down when the spirit of God wasn't operating in his life. when he had lost his fight, when he had lost touch with the thing that God had called him to do, what God had called him to be. Psalms 5110, it says this, this is, this is David's prayer. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. You think that this wasn't a spiritual thing? You think that this was just about David? Well, he was getting older and he didn't really... You think that it's not a spiritual thing? There are all kinds of excuses that you can use to say, well, I don't need to do what I use. I don't need to be what I used to be. But what I'm telling you is that it was a spiritual thing that was happening. It was in his spirit that this was happening and it caused him to lose his fight. We'll go back to verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy holy spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. In those three verses, there are three references to the Spirit right there. In those, this is David's prayer, his prayer of redemption after what he had done. But we find out that his focus, his focus, the thing that needed to be restored, the thing that David seen as the ultimate reason for the consequences that had come in his life, Were things that originated in the Spirit. And when we lose the Spirit, like David, we lose our fight. When we lose the Spirit, we lose our power. That's right. See, what a lot of people ignore and overlook is that the Spirit is the power of the Christian. It absolutely is the power of the Christian. Judges chapter 16, verse 20. We're going we're gonna to talk about a guy by the name of Samson. Samson was a man who had done marvelous and miraculous things. And he had done them not through his own strength. He, I'm sure he thought it was his own strength, but it was through the power of the Spirit. It was through the power of the Spirit. And folks, as Christians, listen, if you don't have the power of the Spirit in your life, then you don't have power as a Christian. It's, it's through the Spirit that, that we, we know when the opportune time is to speak to someone about salvation. It's through the Spirit that, that, that we have uh, the leading and guiding that we need to walk our lives on a daily basis. It's through the Spirit that the Scriptures are unfolded before our eyes and and God reveals to us who it is that we need to, to be and that we can see ourselves for who we are. It's through the power of the Spirit that when we operate in it, that we see lives changed. And people drawn to Christ. Folks, for the Christian, we need the power of the Spirit. It's the power of the Spirit that gives us the strength we need to perform the calling that He has called us to. It's through the power of the Spirit that we can have vacation Bible school and be here every night. It's through the power of the Spirit we do that. It's through the power of spirit that we can wake up on Sunday morning. Amen? It's through the power of the the spirit that we can get out of the recliner at at 6, well, probably 5.30, I guess, to be here by 6, right? Mm, Oof. (laughs) You guys, when is Major getting back? right? We want that other guy. He's a lot better. But it's through the... I'm telling you folks, it's through the power of the Spirit because your flesh doesn't want to. Your flesh doesn't want to. But it's the Spirit, the Spirit in us, the Spirit working in us that gives us the power to overcome the flesh. Judges chapter 16, verse 20. This is after we, Samson had, had, had fooled around with telling Delilah what the secret of his power was. And finally, finally he had wore down and he told her the truth that if you shave my head, I will be as any other man. And he went to sleep and as he laid there on Delilah's lap, she shaved his head. In verse 16, we pick it up. And, it, and she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out, as at other times before, and will shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. Did you catch that? In his mind he said, I'll go out just like I did before but he had lost the spirit. And when in the past he could defeat the enemy, when in the past when the enemy would come against him, he was able to have the power of the spirit behind him and defeat the enemy. Now, now Samson, who was strong who was mighty, had lost the spirit in his life, and was captured and taken like any other man. He lost his power. All the great things that Samson had done. The strength that God had given him the ability to judge the nation of Israel that God had laid before him. But he lost the spirit and he lost his power. Verse 28 of the same chapter. See, while Samson was in there, they they took him down, they put his eyes out they took him down and they, they made him turn a meal just like uh, uh, an animal would have done. They spun and crushed grain. And that's what he did. And, and of course, he had lost his, his power because his head was shaved. But what they, what they didn't realize is as he was down there, his hair was growing back. Now, some people think the fact that his hair was growing back was why he got his power back. But that's not the case. In verse 28, I want you to listen to what Samson prays. Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. It wasn't his hair, it was his prayer. Rhymed. Totally unintentional. It wasn't the fact that his hair had grown back. It was the prayer. He had, he had been a man who had taken so much for granted, but in that moment... In that moment, his understanding about who he was and about what God had done and that the Spirit was the source of his power. In that moment, he finally got and finally understood when he was down there uh, uh, turning and, and churning and crushing the grain. He understood that his power came from God and not from himself. And he prayed the prayer, Lord, strengthen me just One more time. As he stood in the middle of the temple with his hands on the center columns, his strength came back and he pushed the columns of the temple over. And the whole temple crashed down on both him and all the people who had come to make fun and make sport of him. Those who were serving the false God. There are folks here who, who knows what it means to have the power of God at work in their life. You've seen it, you've felt it. It's happened. But something has come along. Something's happened. And you've lost the Spirit. I'm going to tell you what all it takes is a prayer. Lord, Lord, restore me again. Lord, restore me again. Lord, restore me again. Strengthen me one more time. Lord, fill me with your spirit again. When we lose the spirit, we lose a lot, don't we? Folks, we we need, we need in our lives and in our church, we need the spirit. We need it it's tangible it is real and as christians we can't get by without it we need the spirit because we lose so much when we lose it you know what when when you lose the spirit you in essence you lose everything <laughs> you do as individuals and as, as a corporate body of believers we become largely ineffective when we lose the Spirit. We just do. Our ability to affect the the lives of others, our ability to to have outreach into the community, to to touch lives, to, to see lives change, it diminishes. It goes. It's gone when we lose the Spirit. This morning, where do you find yourself What's your relationship like? Is the Spirit at work in your life? Is the Spirit moving in your life like you know it ought to or maybe like it used to? Or have you lost your fight? Have you lost your power? Have you lost your love? This morning you can be restored. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale_UCC.